Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. It is July the 16th at 9.30 a.m. Class A driver's license restrictions in Ontario. Thank you for joining me this morning. gentlemen and welcome to the weekend Saturday July the 16th and I'm looking out my window here on a clear blue sunny sky it's gonna be a hot one out there so drink lots of fluids stay hydrated have fun out there oh I wanted to mention um yesterday when i did my show um you know all the festivities coming back you know here in the city that i reside in um uh the sun fest uh rock the park um and so on um all happening um in like so the rock the park started on wednesday and it goes uh, right through to Sunday. And of course, the Folk Festival um, starting um, this weekend as well. So lots of things going on there. Lots of things for people to do out there. Um, so with the weather we're having this weekend, get out there and enjoy it. So, yeah, it's uh, great to have all that, that sort of... Um, activities back after you know almost two and a half years of waiting to uh get out and and enjoy these uh, festivities you know and of course if you like the amusement parks uh, the amusement parks are open you like the uh water slide parks all that stuff is is open to uh Get your kids out there, the family out there, and uh, go out there and have some fun. So, now, you want to get a commercial driver's license. You know, maybe it's a change, change of career. Maybe tired of being laid off all the time. You want an essential job. Whether you want to cross the border, you want to do long haul, you want to do short haul, you want to drive city. Well, there's a career out there in the industry for anybody who wants to take the training. Now, I'm just going to scroll down here a little bit to um, 
uh, what the uh, they talked about the costs and um, this Ontario truck driving school um, saying that the the truck driving school in Mississauga <clears throat> excuse me is saying that um, for the mandatory entry, uh, entry level training it can be delivered for $3,500 after safety professionals and other institutions raise concerns about low price training I've seen it as high as $8,000 to $10,000. And that's for 103 and a half hours of combined training in class and um, on, on the road training combined all these hours together. Now, so I guess in Ontario, the truck driver training institutions and safety professionals claimed um, fraudulent activity by some schools that offer the AZ training for very low tuition fees and a report by the provincial auditor general raised concerns of its own. Well, maybe there was some shady training out there and those shady training companies give other uh, training institutions, you know, a bad name or kind of thinking, okay, what kind of drivers are we putting out there? Now, <clears throat> the cost of the training, obviously, excuse me, some are 6,000, 7,000, could be up as high as 8,000. Now, you remember these trucks um, that you're training in are expensive. The trailers are expensive. The insurance is expensive. Paying the instructors to train you isn't cheap. Good morning and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Now, I was on here yesterday morning and uh, said I'd be out here around 9.30 in the morning and um, wanted to talk to the people out there, everybody out there, um, changes that have been made in order for people here in Ontario, Canada. Uh, to get their commercial driver's license. And, you know, everything varies across the country from province to province of the requirements, how much it's going to cost you. And, you know, it can be anywhere on the upwards of anywhere from 7000 to $10,000. And that... 
you know, it's going to give you a hundred and 103 and a half hours of training with in-class and, and practice on the roads combined. Now, the truck driving school in Mississauga is saying that, you know, they can deliver um, safe, safely and professionally training people to drive transport trucks for, for as low as $3,500. Others are saying that um, because of the low prices, you know, there has been um, fraudulent professional claims, fraudulent activities by some schools that offer the AZ training for very low uh, tuition fees. And there probably was. I mean, the, the, the truck driving training schools have to um, meet a certain threshold that is governed um, by the Ontario government, the Ministry of Transportation. And there's certain guidelines they have to follow. They have to complete this 103 and a half hour um, mandatory training in order to get your commercial driver's license. So if, you know, if, you know, this legitimate truck driving training institution is offering the course for $3,500 and meets all the uh, and meets all the uh, requirements then what's the issue the ontario truck driving school you know they're on the upwards anywhere from 7 <clears throat> to to 8000 dollars in order to uh, get your your uh, commercial driver's license now, for funding, you know, you, you, you got to, it's not like, it's not like going to, to university or college where, where, where you can get funded by the government. Government doesn't fund you for a short training program, such as getting your commercial driver's license. So you'd have to either have that cash on hand or borrow it from friends and family and maybe just maybe your your, your banking institution um, would lend you the money you know with the shortages uh, of of drivers in the industry and how to um, you know how to get people interested in driving a transport truck you know how can we make this attractive to people you 
you know, there's also um, schools that are, are delivering the, the, the truck driver training for around $4,000. And safety professionals put the, the, the figure at six to 7,000. Oh, there's another uh, truck driving uh, school here in Ontario um, that offers low price training by maintaining a high volume of students and keeping um, margins small. And they say, well, you know, you can't say it's not possible based on the price. It was about staying in business at a competitive time. Fees go up and down. It was important to keep our employees working, keep class size large, so the cost per student was spread out. Now, for the, you know, every, like, even these trainers, you know, they, they have to, um, of course, they have to be uh, qualified. Um, there is a certain exam that you have to take of course you have to have you know show the ability that you also are capable of, of driving a transport truck right you know trucks you know today there's more and more um trucks out there that are automatic semi-automatics And of course, you still have all the trucks out there that are manual shift from 10 speeds to 13 speeds to 18 speeds. Now, I was reading this, well, part of this article here too. So Mississauga and Brampton, um, they're, they say that there are more truck driving schools than Tim Hortons and McDonald's combined. We don't have to make a big profit. This founder of this truck driving school uh, in uh, Mississauga and Brampton. Now, of course, like I say, you know, 103 and a half hours of training over five weeks. And this is what it's going to entail. So the first week has 36 and a half hours of classroom training. And they're saying that the classes are combined online, offering 10 modules of information each about half a day long. The students have to answer a test at the end of each module where they have to score a minimum of 80% before they're allowed to proceed. And then the students re receive 67 hours of in-vehicle training. That's not even a week. But let's say, you know, here in Ontario, we can here in Ontario, Canada, we can drive 13 hours, work 14 hours, not to exceed a 70 hour work week. 
Now the pre-trip inspection training is carried out over 17 hours. And they do this in groups of four with an instructor. And then there's 18 hours of one-on-one yard training includes coupling and uncoupling. Straight line backing, offset backing, and 90 degree backing on the driver's side. And then the training on the road is conducted one-on-one -on -one for 32 hours. Classes are conducted seven days a week from 4 a.m. to 12 midnight. Now, you know, so you know, the company is offering, you know, lower fees, you know, trucking schools offering lower fees, you know, from $3,500 to $4,000. And, you know, they meet all, like I say, they meet all the standards, all the requirements. And they're, and they are giving, like, I just went through, you know, for what is involved and how many hours are involved for each student in order for them to, you know, require the requirements to get their commercial driver's license. Now, back in the day when I got my commercial driver's license, of course, you know, like anybody getting a driver's license, you have to go pay whatever it costs you to get your driver's license and do the written test. And then you have to do a road test. You know, here in Ontario for, you know, for kids to get their driver's license at the age of 16, of course, they got to do uh, their written test, which is then just a G1 driver's license. And then they have to get a G2 driver's license, which will, which will be a, a road test in order to get a G2. And then they have to do another road test to get a G driver's license. So it's called graduating driver's license for kids who want to get their driver's license at the age of 16 or anybody who wants to get their driver's license. It's not mandatory for them to go to driving school. They have to take it like that, but it's in their best interest if they want to, you know, go to the, you know, the Ontario driving school, they want to learn to drive a car. It's in their best interest because it helps with the insurance costs. You get a percentage taken off. You get a discount. Not a very big discount, but a discount to help you get started. Because insurance alone can be costly. Now, when, when they talk, you know, so you, this driving school, truck driving school, you know, um, you know, offering courses, truck driving courses for $3,500 to $4,000 compared to others from, you know, seven to $10,000. Um, instructors are paid around $30 an hour. 60 labor hours are spent on each candidate. 50 hours on one-on-one, -on -one, 17 hours with four people for pre-trip inspections amounting to five hours of a student plus classroom instruction. So at $30 an hour, that is around $1,800 to $1,900 per person. 
and other expenses of, of course are fuel repairs the insurance but he said there's not much room to you know to to you know to make a really big profit but he says it's still profitable i don't have a problem if it's an accredited driving school and they are following all of the rules and the and the recommendations by the by the government and the ministry and they meet all the guidelines then why should someone have to go pay seven to ten thousand dollars for the same course that the other truck driving schools are offering Why would I go pay $8,000 if I can get the training for $4,000? See, back when I got my commercial driver's license, you went in, you did the written test. I was already working for a trucking company, driving their smaller trucks. And once I got, you know, uh, did the written test, passed the written test, then I just went out with the with the drivers. I did the driving. I did the backing. And I and, and I and I went out with the different drivers every day because we just you know we wasn't going to be crossing the border yet. So we go to Toronto. We'd go to Windsor or wherever we're going to go. And I practiced. I practiced with these drivers for something like six weeks. Booked my road test and passed. But it's now been, it's got to be, it's, you know, when they, when they come up with, uh, for anybody now who wants to get their commercial driver's license, um, I think it's been close to 10 years now that is mandatory that you have to take an accredited truck driving course. Now, the other change uh, that has come up um, and it came into effect um, on July the 1st, now, First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, you know, <clears throat> yeah, a lot of companies, trucking companies out there, they are um, buying trucks that have a, um, that is an automatic transmission. Some of the trucks are semi-automatic, meaning that it has, it does have a manual shift and you can it, it just, you know, you put it in, in, in manual and then you can, it, there's just a button that you, that you click to, to click up each gear, click down each gear. Right. And of course, then you have the manual transmission, right? 10 speed, 13 speed, 18 speed. So what they're saying now that came into effect on July 1st 
is that anybody who uh, is going to truck driving school, if you start to learn to drive a transport truck, that is an automatic and you use that transport truck for your road test and it's an automatic that means you cannot drive a transport truck that has a manual transmission restrictive driver's license It's not, you know, it's not easy, you know, for, for people coming out of truck driving schools and, and, and getting, um, and getting a job, um, and, and you have a restricted commercial driver's license noted on your license that you can only drive an automatic transmission. If you take your, uh, So that automatic, you know, that's all you can operate. So you can only operate the automatic and the semi-automatic uh, transmissions. Now, this came in effect on, on July 1st. Now, there are people in the industry that support this policy and they they say it it will help to improve road safety learning as you go along causes great danger on the road well i mean that's a true statement i mean learning as you go along getting your car license it does it's the same thing causes great dangers on the road beginner drivers out there hey you know what we are all beginner drivers at one point in time I don't know if they've been out on the road very much, but for over the, you know, 30 plus years of my career. And I can tell you right now, there, there is a lot of shitty truck drivers out there. And, and, and I can honestly say that it's, it's, you know, it's truckers out there who has just become so complacent and, and their bad habits behind the wheel. It's pathetic. I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you, whether you're, you live in the United States, you live in Canada, I don't care where you live and you want to get a commercial driver's license, whatever their standards are and requirements, Right? First things first. Get rid of your bad habits. You know, you, you, you wanna you wanna you know you see the transport trucks rolling down the highway. They weigh they they, they weigh up to about you know eighty thousand pounds. 
truck, trailer, and freight. And some of these idiots out there who, you know, have been driving, you know, 30 plus years like myself, you know, some of them are just idiots. They've, they, you know, they've, they, they've taken, they've carried their bad habits with them from day one. And they call themselves a professional driver. No, see a professional driver or any driver. You follow the rules of the road. That means the speed limits. If it's a 30 mile an hour speed limit, you're not going through there at 40 miles an hour or 45 miles an hour. If it's a 60 mile an hour speed limit, you're not going through there at 70, uh, you know, uh, 70 miles an hour or 85 miles an hour. Like some of these idiots out there that I see. Don't get me started on the four-wheelers because some of them are just as bad or most of them are just as bad. You know, I knock on wood. I knock on wood every day that I go out and I do my job professionally and safely and survive it. Come home every single day. And the crashes and the wrecks that I see out there. You know, people going to say, oh, yeah, you know what? Oh, that was the, the, the transport truck's fault. Could have been. Could have been anybody's fault. And yes, a lot of them out there are the truck driver's fault. Because of their stupidity. Because they're not paying attention. I see truck drivers out there texting and talking on their phones just like I see four-wheelers out there texting and talking on their phones. Fiddling around, looking around, playing with shit and all this like that and not keeping their eyes on the road. Now, with this, with this change, ladies and gentlemen, in in the uh, uh, getting your commercial driver's license, you know, if you're going to go and you're just going to practice on an automatic, that's what you're going to be driving. You do your road test, you pass your road test. That's, that is the restricted vehicle. That's all you can drive. Or this, uh, and, and of course with the semi-automatic, you know, so when it comes to a manual transmission, maybe you're driving your car, maybe your car is, is a, uh, a standard transmission. So you got to go push the clutch and you got to go through the gears to get the car going. It's different in a transport truck from 10 speeds, 13 speeds, 18 speeds, manual transmission. For people who has never driven a manual transmission and, and you want to get your commercial driver's license, you're going to be starting over. It's not the same thing. So this instructor is saying it takes extra time is required to teach a student how to shift 
through a manual transmission. Right? And it has to be clean. You can't have, you can't be grinding the gears. So if you were out on your road test and, and you start to grind the gears, you would fail your road test. There's certain procedures for students to learn to drive a manual transmission in a transport truck. They talk about double clutching. Now, double clutching, you know, first of all, it, it, you know, releasing the clutch to get the vehicle going, start to accelerate. Then you got to tap the clutch and shift it, tap it again and shift it. And step on the gas pedal and go through that procedure again. It can be tricky. I think it's ridiculous. The transmissions on, on transport trucks, I mean, you, you all day, you know, let's say all day you're double clutching. Start you start off double clutching from it's so much wear and tear on the clutch to begin with. You can shift a manual transmission in a transport truck without depressing the clutch. The clutch should only be used for starting and stopping. There's no need to double clutch. And it can be taught a whole lot easier to shift without using the clutch, without double clutching. There's more concentration for the driver, for the new driver behind the wheel. There's more concentration, concentration of figuring out how to double clutch. Than it would be to just Release that clutch, get that truck rolling, bring up the RPMs. Once you've got the RPMs up to around 14,000, move the shifter into neutral, tap the gas pedal and put it into gear. No need to use the clutch. Why do they came up with this concept of double clutching? Maybe... You know, maybe back in the, you know, 50s and 60s and stuff like that, it was, it was entirely different transmission and it required you to, to double clutch. I've talked to, you know, to retired truck drivers out there that back in the day, they had two shifters in the truck. One for low range and one for high range. Yeah, they had to push, they had the double clutch and everything else like that. So they bring this, this, I mean, that is just, you know, that's Stone Age. It is Stone Age 
to teach people on a transport truck double clutching. They need to get away from that. It's more of a distraction for, for new drivers trying to concentrate on double clutching and driving that truck down the road. When you can shift without even looking on what you're doing. Are you getting are you getting the, the clutch in far enough? Is it is it going more than a quarter of a way in when you kick it down? You know, when I did my road test, unfortunately, when I did my road test over 20 years ago, you had to. You still had to do the double clutch. You know, so I get through my road test, I get my commercial driver's license, and I'm thinking, that was just ridiculous. I never ever use the clutch again in a transport truck except only to start and stop. So if you've never driven a transmission, uh, you know, uh, a standard, You know, it's, it's gonna, you know, gonna take time to, to develop that rhythm, you know, double clutch. Uh, it's just useless. It, it's, it has, it shouldn't even be a requirement. So what's gonna happen now is people saying, well, I really can't drive, you know, um, the, 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 you know, the, the standard. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, go to truck driving school and I'm going to, and I'm going to do it in an automatic. And when you go out there and, and you're looking to, you know, drive with a company and stuff like that, they know. You know, this is this is the restricted driver's license that you have now. You can only drive an automatic. Very few and far in between the companies have trucks that are just automatics. You might as well, if you're going to spend on the upwards of seven to $10,000 to get your commercial driver's license. You better do it on a manual trans, on, on a manual transmission. Cause then it doesn't matter because then you know, then you can drive an automatic or a semi-automatic. But if you go the other way to, uh, on, on an automatic and a semi-automatic, you can't drive a manual. So you might as well do it on a manual transmission.
How's it going to make it safer out there? I really don't know, ladies and gentlemen, because safety is everybody's business. Whether you drive a transport or your own personal vehicle, it's up to us, all of us out on the roadways to be responsible, drive accordingly, following the rules. That's why they have rules. They didn't put rules of the road out there to be broken. Rules aren't made to be broken. But they're broken. You see it every day when you jump in your own car. You start driving down the street. Coming up to a stop sign. You're going to come to a complete stop. But the other guy coming in the other direction, whether it's towards you or left to your right, they're going to do a rolling stop and go through the stop sign. They're not going to bother. They just come rolling right up and they turn right. Or they just come up and they just keep rolling straight through. Because they're looking. No one there, I don't have to stop. See all the people out there that run the red lights. They try to avoid those by at all costs. People out there that run red lights, God forbid they got to sit there for 30 seconds, wait for that light to change. They got to hurry down the road. They got to go 10 over the, the, the speed limit, the posted speed limit in a residential area. And that doesn't change whether it's wintertime, whether it's summertime. When kids are back into back into school, and especially summertime when kids are out playing. Oh, it's not my neighborhood. I just fly down this street. Oh, it takes a kid to come running off the driveway somewhere and you don't see him or her. Safety is everybody's business. We all have a responsibility. This is not going to make a difference. When it comes to road safety. It's ridiculous. It comes down to the person behind the wheel of that vehicle is what it comes down to safety on our roadways. The truck is not going to stop any faster, whether it's an automatic or a manual transmission. It's not going to accelerate any faster, whether it's an automatic or a manual transmission. It's not going to change the mechanics of the vehicle. What needs to change 
is the individual behind the wheel. The attitudes out there need to change. Whether you're a truck driver or you're driving your personal vehicle. Responsibility. You know, this guy here, this other person here says, um, has a word of warning. When a person learns on an automatic transmission in Ontario and is told to take a manual transmission truck to BC, which Right now, they won't be able to do that if, they, if they've got their driver's license on an automatic transmission. So this statement, this is an individual, um, is really not, has nothing to do with anything. So the, the, basically what this individual is saying is that if you, if a person learns on an automatic transmission here in Ontario, Canada, and is told to take a manual transmission truck to BC, first of all, that wouldn't happen because... You know, you've learned on an automatic tra- transmission, and that's all you can drive. Right. And so what he's saying, if you take it out to British Columbia and, you know, they can't shift that truck into low gear when they're going down a hill, um, it's a recipe for disaster. Well, it's that's irrelevant because the, the individual wouldn't be taking a, a, um, a manual transmission transport truck if he's only has a restricted driver's license for an automatic transmission. You wouldn't know how to shift the damn thing. So that statement is actually just irrelevant. I mean, all I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get your commercial driver's license, Do it on a manual. Learn how to shift. Yeah, go through all that stuff that, 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 you know, you have to, you know, double clutch. You got to tap on that clutch a couple times in order to shift. Get through all that bureaucratic bullshit. To, to pass your driver's, your driver's test. The transport trucks, you can are, are really they're, they're made that you can shift them without the clutch. Not like your car. Car you have to use the clutch all the time. It's irrelevant to uh, double clutch. It's just like anything when you know you're coming to a uh, coming to slowing down, um, you're going to be making a turn, you know, and even in your own personal vehicle, you, you, you are going to 
you know, you're going to gear down. You're going to go into the the the, uh, the required gear at the, for that speed in order to make a right or a left hand turn, and then you're going to accelerate, pushing the clutch and shift. In a transport truck, making a right or left hand turn, you cannot be shifting going around the corner. You would already have to be in the required gear slow down to that required speed before you reach that intersection in order to make that right or left hand turn. It is just stone age, like I said, when it comes to manual transmissions and transport trucks that you got to learn to, to double clutch it pushing that clutch twice in order to shift one gear. Too much going on out there. And first and foremost, when, when you do go to an accredited truck driving, truck driving school, they're not going to start you out pulling the 53-foot trailer behind you. If you're going to learn to drive on a manual transmission in a transport truck, you're just going to have the cab. Until you get that down pat, and then you're going to learn how to hook up to a trailer and disconnect the trailer. Then you're going to learn how to turn. Lots of things going on out there, and you got to worry about double clutching. That's ridiculous. I still can't believe that they have that requirement on the road test. I still have that. I can't believe that they still have that requirement if you're going to uh, be practicing on a manual transmission um, that you teaching somebody, you know, how to double clutch. You know, even if you drive a manual car, manual transmission car, would you, would you know when you got, when you're going to go home and you're going to learn how to drive a transport truck, would you know already how to double clutch? Probably not. And like I said, it's not necessary in a transport truck. So the new requirements now, like I said, started on July the 1st, that whatever truck that you take the course in, whether it's a automatic, semi-automatic transmission or a manual transmission, 
those, you know, those are the requirements. So the restriction, so the restrictions will be put on the automatics and the semi-automatic transmissions. If that's what you choose to take your driving course in, then in, in your road test, that restriction will be on your license and you will not be able to drive a manual transmission in a transport truck. That's the new requirements. It's not going to change anything out there. It's not going to change and, and improve safety. They thought this, you know, they even thought when it came to the graduate, graduate, graduation driver's license for people who want to drive a car that, oh, this is a great idea. It's going to improve safety on our area roads and highways. The kids getting their driver's license, you get your G1 your G2, and then you get your G. It has changed nothing. There is no stats out there proving or saying otherwise that it has made our area roads and highways safety by having a graduation driver's license program. It has done absolutely nothing. So by truck drivers, people want to become truck drivers, you know, you're going to do it on an automatic, a semi-automatic transmission or the manual transmission. It's not going to make a difference. And like I said before, it's you and me that makes a difference out there driving accordingly. It takes one wrong maneuver by somebody to mess everybody else's day up because now traffic is snarled because some idiot can't follow the rules of the road, whether you're a truck driver or you're driving the car. You start your day out because you know what, ladies and gentlemen, when you get up in the morning to go to work, or go do whatever you're going to go do. You and I both know that you don't even know what's going to happen. You back out of your driveway, you drive down the street, somebody runs a light and smokes you and your car. can't predict what's going to happen. I, 
I, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, I go out there. You know, first and foremost, I got a 45-minute commute to my job. I drive local now. I don't cross-border uh, into the United States anymore. I haven't done that for years. And then I got to make my way a couple hours down the highway to this big city called Toronto. Do my deliveries. Do my pickups and make my way back two hours, two and a half hours, depending on traffic. Usually traffic is all snarled around three o'clock in the afternoon in, in Toronto on the highways anyway. So there's no point of being in a hurry because I already know that the traffic is snarled and there's nothing I can do about it. Now it could be rush hour and it could be, it could be rush hour and be all backed up because somebody who wasn't paying attention causes a crash. Whether it's the truck driver or the car driver. I can't tell my employer when I'm going to get somebody because I can't predict what's going to happen down the road. I can't tell my employer, you know, when exactly I'm going to be back in the yard because I can't predict what's going to happen down the road. I don't have a crystal ball. But driving accordingly and responsibly following the rules you generally get to where you're going so if you want to become a truck driver think about what you're doing behind the wheel right now What are your bad habits? Do you text while you're driving? Do you talk on the phone while you're driving? Are you one of those impatient drivers that just can't wait for the next light and you gotta run through the light? You do rolling stops at stop signs? You take the right away when it's not your way? When it's not your right away? Do you go beyond the posted speed limits in neighborhoods and highways? Are you one of those drivers out there that you, you, you got to grab that fast food at McDonald's or Wendy's or Burger King and you're eating it and slopping it all over your clothes and you're looking down and not keeping your eyes on the road? that's just as bad as, as, as texting and driving or talking on the, on, the, on the cell phone while you're driving because you're taking your eyes off the road because you got ketchup and mustard and onions and everything else dripping down your shirt and you're looking down to wipe it off. And before you know, you just ran up somebody's ass. 
Are you those kind of drivers out there? Is that who you are? Because if so, don't get a commercial driver's license until you break those bad habits. My life depends on it. Your life depends on it. It's a hell of a lot harder to stop a transport truck than it is your car. When I'm driving 60 miles an hour down the highway, I need a football field and a half in order to stop that truck safely. If traffic is starting to slow ahead of me and coming to a stop, I need a football field and a half. You as a car driver, you might need, you might need three quarters of a football field, depending how fast you're going, but I need a whole football field and a half of one to stop that rate. You think about that. You think about that when you're driving on the area roads and highways and you're cutting off a transport truck. Because you got to get to that exit. Instead of being in the right lane and being patient and signaling in time to take the exit, no, you got to fly around to the left hand side of the big transport truck, cut right in front of him, and take that exit. You know how many close calls I've had before I, you know, uh, by smoking somebody? How many close calls I've had in my career? Because the way people drive out there. I'll be driving down a city road. And because people out there today, you know, they're such a big rush and so impatient. They got flying up the left lane jump in front of me to turn into the laneway to get into the coffee shop or the gas station. They couldn't stay behind me for that three more seconds. And I got to slam on my brakes and hope to God I caught it in time and not pushed you all the way through the gas station you just decided to turn into in front of me. And you see those kind of drivers out there all the time. Or you get the driver out there that waits right to the very last second that they decide that they want to turn. Jam on the brakes, turn on their signal and make a turn. Or not just jam on the brakes and turn. You see those drivers out there. Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. It's unbelievable. Get rid of those bad habits. Get rid of those bad habits anyways, regardless if you're looking for a career change. When you wake up in the morning, you go to work, open up your driver door. 
Then look in your car and tell your bad habits to get out. If your bad habits say no, grab them by the scruff, drag them out. Think about what you're doing behind the wheel. You don't become a professional driver overnight. Just because you went to truck driving school, you did your road test, you got your driver's license. It doesn't make you a professional driver. You have to become that professional driver. And not about just being courteous on the roadways and following the rules and regulations out there. But being professional with people too. With the customers. Because the other thing that people forget about is that you're not just a truck driver. You're a representative of the company who you work for. Those are their customers. You're going to their customers to deliver the freight or pick up the freight. And yeah, there's going to be delays. It's not hunky-dory out there. You just drive right in there, back into the dock, get the freight taken off, go to your next stop. No, 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 no. you got other trucks ahead of you. you got drivers sitting there waiting. I've seen drivers come in there and demanding how long is it going to be for this guy to be and this guy to be. I got stuff to do. I got deliveries. I got appointment times. I got to do this. I got to do that. Who cares? It's called hurry up and wait. Because that's what you're going to do. That's not professional. When a driver does that. You start barking orders at the shipper and receiver, you're going to be sitting there a whole lot longer than you think. Or they're going to send you away and refuse to freight because you're just arrogant and ignorant. That's not professional. Just because the name on the door of your truck says Charlie's Trucking doesn't mean you have priority. Attitudes, like I said, need to change. If you got attitude, you need to change. We need really good men and women in this industry. People who want to become professionals. And the shortage of drivers out there is just increasing. So some of these truck driving schools 
are offering courses for $3,500 to $4,000. And yeah, it has raised some eyebrows because there has been some, you know, sketchy training out there for that price. Obviously, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Or they don't care how, how they're teaching you. They just want to make some money. But there are the accredited truck driving schools out there who are offering these, you know, thirty-five to $4,000 for truck driver training. And you get the best training you can get whether you paid seven or $8,000. But do your homework. Look around at truck driving schools. Talk to the truckers out there. It's a great career to have, but you got to do it right and you have to be professional. And once you do all that, you can go and work for any company, trucking company you want. If you're tired of doing the long haul, you can do short haul. If you're tired of doing the short haul, you can be home daily. Monday to Friday, weekends off. And make a living. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming out here this Saturday morning. Look at that, it's 10.40 a.m. here in Southern Ontario. I hope you got something out of this. I really do. So go out there and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Because today here in Southern Ontario, it is going to be a beautiful blue sky sunshine. It's going to be a hot one. Get lots of fluids in you. Preferably water. Because there's there's all kinds of things going on in the city that I reside in here, here in Southern Ontario. We got Rock the Park. The home the uh, uh, the uh, home county folk festival in downtown. So get out there and, and enjoy those activities. Uh making your way to the beach, whatever where you're going to do, you know, be safe and enjoy. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. Be safe.